Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to True Crime Stories with Crimatorium. In 1990, 28-year-old Tani Sue Gunter was a daycare worker working out of her home in Concordia, Missouri. Concordia is a small town with a population of 2,450 people as of the 2010 census. For working parents in the area, Gunter was one of the few choices they had to watch their children while they worked. Sandy and Billy Blankenship were one of the several families that used Gunter's daycare services. In the early morning hours of November 15, 1990, Sandy dropped her two children off at Gunter's home like she did every morning. Two-year-old Billy looked up at his mom with his big brown eyes, looking like he was going to cry. He didn't want her to leave. Gunter held Billy while Sandy headed out the door to drive to work. She wanted to turn around and go back, but she didn't. It was a normal day at work for Sandy until lunchtime when the secretary of the office they both worked in told her there had been an accident. Billy had fallen down the stairs and she informed Sandy of the hospital that Billy was being transported to. Just as she and her husband Billy Jr. arrived, Billy was getting ready to be airlifted to the Children's Hospital in Kansas City. Sandy was able to see Billy lying on the gurney. He looked as though he was asleep. She lifted his eyelids and she noticed that his eyes were a gray color. Sandy talked to her son Billy until he was boarded onto the helicopter and Sandy and Billy Jr. made their way to the hospital. Once they arrived, they were told that he was in critical condition and had a skull fracture. Sandy was able to hold her son for just a short time that night. The next day, the doctors pronounced two-year-old Billy Dion Blankenship III brain dead. Five days later, funeral services were held and he was buried at the Freedom Church of Christ Cemetery in Lynn Creek, Missouri. Police sought answers from Billy's babysitter, Tawny Gunter, and visited her home the following day. She claimed that all of the children were playing in the basement while she was upstairs preparing lunch. Billy evidently tried to follow her but before he could reach the top of the stairs, he fell, tumbling to the bottom onto the basement floor. Even though Billy had sustained a severe skull fracture, his death was ruled an accident. 
The Blankenships got on with their life, but missed and thought about their little brown-eyed boy every day. Eight years would pass and Gunter was still watching children in her home. In August of 1998, Sandy's sister, Terry, had an appointment with her doctor in downtown Concordia. While the two were chatting, the doctor casually mentioned what a shame it was that another child had died while in the care of Tawny Gunter. Terry was quite shocked as she hadn't heard about this. She never believed that Billy's death was an accident, but never expressed that thought to anyone. Now, she felt strongly that she needed to stop Gunter from babysitting children. She turned to the county prosecutor to look into Billy's case. By that time, a fatality review panel had been convened to look into the latest death under Gunter's care, a three-month-old baby girl named Mariah Sisko. Prior to her death on August 4th of that year, like Billy, Gunter had been watching Mariah in her home. Like the other parents in Concordia, Mariah's mother had few choices when it came to daycare for her daughter, so she went with Gunter. She was hesitant to do so because she had heard that a child died while in her care some years back. On August 3rd, she dropped Mariah off at Gunter's home and headed to work. Once again, later in the day, she was informed by a secretary that Mariah had been taken to the hospital. When Mariah's mother Amy arrived, the only thing she was told by doctors was that they couldn't get her to breathe. Mariah was airlifted to the same children's hospital that Billy went to, where she died later that night. Believing that lightning never strikes twice, the county prosecutor initiated an investigation into the death of Mariah, and in September, officers made a visit to Gunter's home. Gunter was asked to reenact exactly what happened that morning with Mariah while they filmed her. Gunter claimed she laid Mariah on a mat on the floor of her bedroom for a nap, covered her with a blanket, then left the room and closed the door. When she came back to check on her, she felt something was wrong with Mariah. Her feet looked white, and when she looked at her face, her lips were blue. When investigators reviewed the video later, nothing seemed out of line with what she said, and since it coincided with the coroner's findings, the death was suspected to be of SIDS. Eight years after Billy's death and shortly after questioning her about Mariah, officers returned to Gunter's home, this time to have her reenact the exact events that led to Billy's injuries while they filmed it. The story was slightly different than the first one. This time, she said she was in the kitchen fixing lunch when she heard Billy come upstairs. She then heard a series of thumps, and by the time she reached the top of the stairs, she saw Billy lying on the basement floor. One thing to note, these stairs, as well as the basement floor, were carpeted. She went down to pick him up, and she claimed that she thought she had only knocked the air out of him. Billy was, was whimpering um, just for a little, just a couple minutes. I thought it just knocked the air out of him. I picked him up. 
Investigators realized she had said this only after they had viewed the video and they felt this placed her with Billy when he fell down the stairs. Because of the severity of his fracture, they also felt that it was much more than a fall down the stairs that caused his injuries. When the prosecutor was informed of this latest development, he felt he had a case against Gunter. The decision was made to exhume Billy's body. Seasoned investigators were present at the exhumation and described how difficult it was seeing his little body with his favorite blanket and his ninja turtle lying beside him. The medical examiner was able to examine Billy's skull. He knew that the four-inch fracture wasn't caused by a fall down the stairs. The impact it would have taken to cause these injuries was more in line with a fall from a three-story building or a direct blow to the head. Two weeks later, they went to interview Gunter again in hopes of getting a confession from her. They informed her of the medical examiner's determination that the fracture could not have been caused by a fall down the stairs. At first, she firmly stuck to her story. Then, out of the blue, the story changed. She claimed that she approached the top of the stairs to let the children know she was fixing lunch, and at the same time, Billy was at the top of the stairs. She said she took him by the shoulders and spun him around and told him to go back downstairs, and that is when he fell. She added that maybe she spun him around faster than she thought she did. Uh, when Billy got to the top of the stairs, you were directing him to go back downstairs to help pick up the toys. Is that what you told him? And during the interview, you, you said you kind of spun him around, and that's when he went down the stairs. Is that right? Yeah, I'd, I'd kind of taken him by the, the top of the shoulders to turn him around. And I didn't realize that maybe I'd turn him around faster than what I thought I did. At this point, they turned the camera off, and it was then that she admitted to officers that she pushed Billy down the stairs. Even though investigators believed there was much more to the story, this admission was enough for her to be charged with second-degree murder. In 2001, Gunter would end up pleading guilty to voluntary manslaughter. In court, Billy's mother, Sandy, was able to give an impact statement. Connie Gunner took from us something that can never be replaced or forgotten. The grief we have endured has been a parent's worst nightmare and impossible for us to come to terms with. It has been the most horrifying experience of our lives. We trusted her with the care and safety of our most precious son, and now we deal with the constant pain of his death. Angelic music played while a video showed Billy playing with his sister, smiling and waving at the camera. Several court spectators cried while watching the video, including Gunter. After it was over, the judge gave her the maximum time allowed, which was 15 years. No charges were ever brought against her for Mariah's death, as it could never be determined what the cause was. Gunter served her time and was released from prison in 2016. It is believed that she is still living in Concordia. Thank you for watching and listening to Crimatorium today. 
Until next time, take care. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.